Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's good? You are rocking with the best. It is Wednesday at 6 p.m. And you know what that is. It is Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett, and I am joined in the lab by two-thirds of the tripod. She is the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. I'm glad that I'm two-thirds of the tripod. Hey, hey, happy when Wednesday. When I say two-thirds, I'm talking about one-two. What, me and you. How you joined by yourself? You joined yourself? No, it. You know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. Like, see what I'm saying? You see how you see how trifling hey, she hey, is. Heavy Wednesday. Whatever, whatever. You do she, she wanna she wanna <laughs> say it twice, not to embarrass me. We waiting for the Duke of Comedy to get here, man. We got a lot to discuss today, man. We are gonna be talking about uh, some uproar, man. Meek Mill. Had his uh, fifth studio album come out, and there is a video that has gone viral of a white man petitioning black women to stand up, stand up for your rights. It, 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 it's a pretty powerful thing. And I guess my question when we get into it is, are white people allowed to speak on black issues? Like we really, we that is a fantastic we, question. Like I really, do we really? Can, can white people really speak on black people issues? So we're going to get into that later. Um, we also going to be talking about uh, Bad Barbie, you know, Miss Cash Me Outside. On her Instagram, she has been unrecognizable, and she has finally admitted to doing what pretty much everybody is doing now, uh, getting silicone injections in her lips and in her butt. And who's doing this? Bad Barbie. Who's that? Remember the chick that was on uh, Dr. Phil a couple years ago that said, Cash Me Outside, and everybody was up there talking I like that? I remember the phrase. I ain't never see what she looked like. Yeah, well, she don't look how she used to. I'll well, just put it that way. She? She's getting silicone injections in her lips and her butt. So she could be white or Asian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 50 50. She, Maybe. She, she's white. Maybe she's, 75 25. She's white. She is white. Um, she's a 18 year old. I think she's 20 now. She was 18 when she was on Dr. Phil and whatnot. And whoo, it's a trip, boy. Things, things is getting wild. We also want to uh, touch on the John Gruden issue. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders coach who sent those sent some incendiary emails back in 2011 to former uh general manager and vice president of football operations uh for the washington football team bruce allen and i'm gonna be real with you i got kind of a i won't say controversial but kind of a weird outlook on this whole thing so we're gonna get into that i definitely want to talk to you as a black woman who is born with certain attributes that are being emulated now I definitely want to know what you think about this. I don't want to say new wave because it's been it's, going on for a while. It's definitely not new. But it's it's almost it's almost obsessive. It's almost it's almost it's sick. Get, it's, it's sick. It's getting clownish. It's, it's getting clownish. <laughs> I, I, I'm, tr I'm trying because in this world of, of of feminism, you can't talk about a woman's right to do whatever she wants to. I'll leave that up to T. Gray. <laughs> I'll what let mean, T. Gray do it. Are we talking about that first? Oh, we'll get into that first. Cause I definitely because so, I've always wanted to know what it is when women who are natural, what do you do? 
first and foremost, where this thought process comes from that women have to do this, number one. Number two, are they really Oh, do- no. We got to start at number one, and then we're going to take a break. All right. All right. Go ahead. The thought process came from the slave masters wanting to fuck the slaves more than their wives. Yeah, and on that note, we're definitely going to take a break. Like, this joker right here is you amazing. That's where it came from. Yeah, but I That's mean. That's where it came from. Yeah, I'm glad. sneaking out to go up in the slave house. Meanwhile, I got this pretty lily white ass and this pink pussy laying right here in the bed for Mouse. I mean, he don't want me. He want her. He want her big African booty and her big African nose and them big African lips. That's what he want. He don't want me. Well, maybe what he's looking for is a real love. <laughs> so we, on that note, we are going to take a break right now. Uh, she has definitely come out swinging, y'all. So thank Muhammad Gray for uh, going in already. Uh, we, I'm, I'm the jabber. She's the uh, knockout artist. Hey, Conversations with Comedians on NLGradio.com.
Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. That was the queen of hip-hop soul, Mary J. Blige, with some real love. I am your host, Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett, and as always, joined in the lab by the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. Huh. Oh, what you 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 still in you still in your corner? Hey, hey. No, 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 no. You still your corner, your corner man. No, your corner man telling you not to go for the knockout in the first round. The jab, jab, jab. This joker right here. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right, right, telling you right now, man. I'm All right. So everybody. what we what we were talking about before we took a break was the incessant obsessive nature of women of all colors i don't want to just specify of women of all colors who (laughs) are going through crazy body altering um a lot of these jokers out here man so it i have no problem with a woman altering herself i mean you can do whatever it is you want to as your body but this stuff is getting clownish now like this stuff is really getting clownish It, it, it it's it's clownish. Like, like I, I don't know any other way of putting it. And I don't want to sound sexist, but some of y'all doing not even the most. Y'all doing the mostest. Like, y'all the are doing. Mostest. Yes, the mostest. Like. The mostest. Like, like, shorty, you cannot be built like an. Like, some of these jokers are built like exclamation points. Like, this yes. joint don't make no kind of sense yes. for real. Like, the purpose. It, correct me if I'm wrong. The purpose of doing anything, whether it's dyeing your hair, adding amenities, all of that, is to look as natural as possible. Am I correct? No. It isn't? No. Then explain to me. So you can't have a fair understanding of the purpose because you're a guy. Okay, I accept that. Let's start there. But then me being a woman, every woman's purpose is different. (laughs) Is it now? Yes. Yes, I could have the purpose of wanting to attract a different type of man. That's one. All right. I could have a purpose of wanting to feel better about myself because I feel some kind of way and it'll make me feel good. That's two. <laughs> She's I, really counting this shit down. Because there's different reasons why. All right. I had a purpose of wanting a new job. And if my new job just happens to be a video vixen, that's three. Why you say that joint like it's on Indeed? Because <laughs> you because said that joint like it's like shout like out that. to my boy Alo the God who does put up actual hey I need a model for X amount of time this is how much I'm pay. dead she really and truly act like on Craigslist they say requirements they bachelor's degree um ability hey. to multitask and silicone like how really do you think women get that job though do you think that they don't have to uh send some sort of something to apply they don't have to send photos they don't have to send videos they don't have to send resumes those women also have resumes strippers. Of the videos that they, I'm talking about videos. Oh, video vixen. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm saying? They have the resumes. Day, I, another reason, you could have had, <laughs> you could have had a lot of kids. I'm you know what I'm dead. saying? You want a you um, a mommy makeover. My god sister who has an amazing fucking body, who I thought didn't even need anything she, when she had her child. She decided to go get some work done to tighten her shit up. Her body was already fucking banging. Her body was banging pregnant. You know what? Like, this you know, reminds me. This reminds me of the words of the enigmatic yet great Cat Williams. If you have a man that has problems with your stretch marks, I suggest you stop dealing with bitch niggas. Because right. stretch marks mean one of two things. Either you were small and got big, or you was big and got small. <laughs> I just don't... I, I, 
I, I guess my thing as a man, because you so astutely pointed that out as if I didn't already know. Um, you sure about that? I'm positive. I'm positive. My aim is on point. Um, Shout out to the kids you make. Hey, that's right. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where do women get this desire to do this to their body? And let me repeat my answer. No, 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 no. Because 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 I'm not just talking about non-black women. I'm talking about even black women because I've sat here and I've heard black women say on several occasions that we as men desire this of them. And I always give pushback to this because I believe wholeheartedly men are adapters whatever the sexual market is set for that time period a man will adapt because the ultimate goal of us is to get pussy but yet women a lot of women at large want to blame us for the alterations that they do to their body to that you say what i would say that there are some women who want to be looked at the same way that men look at those women who have those alterations Think about a bruh who scrolling through Instagram. You pull up your Instagram, you pull up your Instagram search, all the shit you like is going to pop up, okay? you Any nigga that pull up their Instagram shit right now is going to hoes, 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 okay? Ask there's some hoes in this house. Right. There's some hoes in this house. Right. This is what you... Not, I'm not an anti-feminist, but I am pro-ho. Hey, I am pro-ho. You look at this is what you're saturated with. Even when you're with your woman, when you're out... That's what you look at. I, I try my hardest. I, no, okay, let's, let's, let's just call a spade a spade. It's, it's virtually impossible for any man to try their hardest. That's It, it sounds good. It, 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 and, and it looks nice on your resume. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> that is not. It is. It, is. it, it yeah, really it is. is. It really is. Um, but here's the I thing. I look to the hills from if which come my help. woman, I don't get the same look that you give them. Some women with their level of security or insecurity, whatever you choose to call it, some women are going to say, okay, I want to change myself to look like what he looks at. This is what he wants. This is what this is what you're showing your woman that you want. And even if it's on a subconscious level, you can't come home every day. You could pay the bills. You could beat it up. You go, oh, baby, I love you. Fuck all that. When we leave this house, or when you're on your phone, when you're on your laptop, when whatever's on, this is what you look at. This is what you want. This is what you ogle. This I is what just... you masturbating over. This is what, it, as a woman, I see that you want more than me for whatever reason. I disagree. Because as a I man, as, as a that. man, as a man who openly admits to fornication, meaning that I have negated with fours, okay? That does not mean. That, no, but who who you fuck don't necessarily mean that's who you want. I can keep the my, mental picture there, like okay, the mental but picture. Again, why as a woman do I want to be your mental picture? That's that's the question you asking. And how dumb does that sound as a man to say, "Hey, woman, why do you want to <laughs> hey, look woman. like? Hey, woman, why is it that you want to look like all the women that I want to look at?" I don't understand why you want to have these nice round supple titties. Why you want to have this big old ass? Why you want to have these tattoos covering up all your surgery marks? Why, baby? That's the question that I have. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Ain't nothing better than a fat ass. I'm sorry. I have overlooked faces 
for ass. Who tell me, oh, T, I, they love this natural hair. They love that I locked it. Woo, woo, woo. If I was an insecure woman, I would be the woman who would feel like, let me put my locks down. Let me go get a lace front on. Why let- you always want the chick with the lace? You know, like, come on, let's be real about that. You're asking a crazy ass question. And hey, as a man, I feel like y'all should be able to answer it. That's just what it is. Listen, I'm just saying, listen, um, <laughs> I have no I have no proper defense. For one of the few times in my life, Doug is speechless. Mr. Perspective has no perspective on this at all. All right, I concede. I concede. I'll be honest because I'm going to be real with you. I'm a, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I'll take body over face. I'm a body dude. I love body. So unless it's like... I have no problem with a woman enhancing her body, mm-hmm. but the stuff that I'm seeing now, this shit is, come on, man. That's all I can say. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, even as a woman, before we switch gears, it's still, uh, you don't tell me you don't look at some of the, your counterparts. And I know women have this genetic code where they back other women up, but you don't look at some of these jokings and be like, come on, sis. Some of it do look crazy. Some of it do look crazy. I ain't even going to lie. I was just looking at a um, triple X video the other day. (laughs) And the girl had so many bruises on her butt. And I'm like, first off, why y'all even post that? Like, y'all couldn't give her a couple. It looked looked nasty. It was this other video on Instagram. My boy, again, A-Lo, the radio guy, shoots amazing uh, videos. And he always shows off his models. And it was this one chick. And her ass is super fake, okay? It's a given. But her legs is too small to support it. And you got to hit all these extraordinary angles to make it look good. But when you stand up, that shit do look nasty. It don't look good to me. But it's, that's not my place. Like, I feel like oh. if you're going to get work, here's my thing. I feel like if you're going to get work, you need to go for the more natural look. I feel like if you're going to get work, you need to go and also simultaneously get you a nigga that's like six, six, three hundred pounds. So people think part of that ass he did. I think it's a better method. I think it's a better way to do this. I think it's a better way. Even or even down to the breast implants. There's certain breast implants that you can get that make the breast look more natural as opposed to it looking so super fake. Like it's a better way to do it. When you when you go from a size twelve, no, I'm bump it up bigger than that. When you a size fucking fourteen. And you go down to a size six, and here you got this teeny ass waist and this big ridiculous ass in two months. Like you look crazy. Why you can't let this shit be gradual? Why not make sense? Hit the gym. Do do something to make this shit look more believable. For the Bible says that yeah. he shall make every curve thing straight. Hallelujah. Well, Hallelujah. That's what the doctors. <laughs> oh that's man, yo, I don't know if you, everybody's pretty much heard uh, the Jay Gruden um, controversy where. Emails from it's a joke now. Uh, (laughs) Jay Gruden, his emails from 2011 that he shared with Bruce Allen and two other individuals, the email chain got discovered where he was using racial slurs, uh, misogynistic uh, undertones where he was talking about female refs should not be uh, officiating games. Uh, Demari Smith, who is the NFL PA representative, was talking about his lips. Um, he also used the P word in regards to 
uh, Roger Goodell and other people. And as a result of it, he resigned from his uh, head coaching duties with the Las Vegas Raiders. My question is this. Is this something? Because there's one thing I'm starting to figure out in, in this whole new era of, or, or should I say these days of reckoning. These emails, as egregious as they were, are 10 years old. So what? My so what is, why now? They pulled Kevin Hart from doing what but the it's the same. The Oscars. It, wait, and it and just that, so happened to be 2011. But it's the same thing. So and I'm just trying so yeah. I'm just trying to so figure, yes. I'm just trying to figure out where is all, one, why, how does something like this go under the radar for a decade, number one? Because wasn't nobody looking for it. Mm, the only on. way that they found it is because they were doing that in investigation on a dude from the Redskins and ended up go digging through there, digging through his history and his stuff, and then, oh, it opened up all these other cans of wine because they found so much, so many other things and decided to release it. You really think, you really think that's it? That's how they found it, but why it has a, a standing today, why? Because of the same reason that Dave Chappelle was almost canceled. Because he's talking about things that affect the gay community. I'm just trying to figure out where this comes from in the sense. It's, it's almost like. Would you rather he called us niggas in the email? No, no. I'm, no b please do not mistake my questioning as a justification. No, I'm, no, no. But I'm, I, but I'm asking. Would you rather it be that? Do you think it would be an easy appeal to swallow or to deal with? If it were against black people, I think personally, it really doesn't matter okay. at this at this juncture, because the one thing I will say, and this is where I said the controversy comes into play. The one thing I'm going to say is I applaud Donald Trump. I thank Donald Trump. And the reason why I as a black man thank Donald Trump is because he has finally given everybody the go ahead to take their masks off. Pun intended. He has given everybody the go ahead to take their mask off. And I honestly, me personally, I've always been built for the standpoint of feel how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. Just be real about it. Okay. Feel how you want to feel. You don't like me. You want to be racist. Fine. But stand in it. Because right. the fact that you can't stand in it lets me know that somewhere inside of you, you know, it's wrong. You Very see what true. I'm saying? Yes. If stand in how you feel, I have no problem because the thing about it is this. Yes, I, we could beat down people who use the N word derogatorily. But at the end of the day, once the wire comes out of their mouth mm -hmm. and the bruises heal, mm -hmm. does that change their thought process? Not at all. Thank you. Not so my thing is, instead of getting mad, and I'm not even trying to make fun of Randy Moss when he was crying on NFL primetime. But, bro, what the tears for? What are the tears for? Man, it is what it is. To me, you should thank God mm. that another mask has come off. So this is my thing. If, as a coach, I do something that is going to affect how my players play, then, yeah, I need to step away from the situation. Absolutely, absolutely. So what he did and how it leads to no information, like they were winning, they was 4-0. Yeah. And then fucked around and now y'all losing back-to-back because -back this nigga out here talking shit from 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So what he did in in, in taking accountability, and he didn't give you no long speech, nah, he no didn't. whole long, like he didn't even try to be like, nah, it wasn't me. He just, you know what, I'm a distraction. 
I'm going to go ahead and roll. Well, let me ask you this question. I appreciate that one fact. Let me ask you this question. In this day and age of this day of reckoning, Mm -hmm. do you feel as though we're starting to set an atmosphere where people are not allowed to grow? Yes, you're going to have to walk on eggshells from out of the womb. Because at some point, people are going to be pulling back shit you did in high school, middle school, elementary school. I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day about, I'm almost 40. And it was absolutely crazy to me for somebody to continuously or try to judge me off of my actions from when I was a teenager or from when I was in high school. Yo, like, I'm we not just... that person. You don't interrupt me. I, can <laughs> I at least greet him? No, can, no. Oh, my can bad. Hey, y'all, the Duke is here. All right, go. <laughs> hey, y'all, the Duke is here. Go, go. My bad, my bad. Never mind it. No, you was this on a roll. No, I wasn't trying. I was just. <laughs> Hi, Terrence. Hey. I, I see you went to the barbershop. I and did. And you smell amazing. I love the boots. You look fantastic. No, I'm Listen. sorry. You smell fantastic. Listen. Thank you. All you I'm... look fantastic, too. Your shape-up's nice. You smell good. You came in on it. And you got on red boots and they're cute. My 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 my. my, What's up, Doug? What up, T? Let's go. Let's go ahead and integrate uh, Terrence in this conversation because I'm sure. I'm almost forty and I ain't playing that. She was she was talking about expectation about people. Yeah. We're talking about she was on she was on a roll with a side of slaw. Listen, we're talking about the we're talking about the John Gruden controversy. And oh, the email. Yes. Call, you didn't call him Jay and John. No, John. Jay. It's, it's John. Jay, it? Jay, Gruden Jay is the one that fucked our, our stuff up. He was the coach. Okay, of and the Joe Washington Gruden. Football John. Team. There is no Joe. His name is his Joe. Father, his father name is Joe. Is it? The father is Joe. Is it? Um, Google this shit. <laughs> I, I don't know, I just That's the answer to everything. <laughs> Google this shit. <laughs> no, but the truth, the truth, man, is what are your thoughts on it, man? Because I have. You know me. I well, have a it's controversial long, it's long thought overdue. on it. He he's been he's been saying little slick shit for years about uh, black people. He he's been he's been he's been throwing little sly slick comments in for a long 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 time. For them, for them to uh, oh, just now Joe. catch it. His name is blow, Jim. And blow the whistle on the emails. Somebody got that email in 2011. Thank you, and that's what I was. Te- that's what I was. Somebody got that yes. email in 2010. Yes, that's what I'm telling Clarissa Shields of the radio over here while she knocking. Yeah, while she knocking niggas out. While she knocking niggas out verbally. We all know that somebody got it in 2011. We so know the that. whistle should have been blown. Thank you. In 2011. You sent it to his home. <laughs> Probably one of those female officials he was it's talking about in that joint. They the whistleblower. Hey, let me tell you something. He said and somebody it, lives and this, like, and this <laughs> like Michigan. Y'all probably going to be like, OT, y'all taking it, you taking it too far. Oh, he, oh yeah, now we going to say you taking it too far? I mean, this is what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, three, the three of us talk, okay? We do. We have group messages. Yes. We talk to each other quite routinely. Right. But every once in a while, me and you talk. Yeah. Especially when this nigga's on the net. On every the nut. once in a while, me and this nigga talk. When you on the nut, every okay. once in a while, y'all two niggas talk. When I'm on the motherfucking nut, I'm about to say, okay. you, you know we talk about you. Stop, I don't care. Cause you always on the nut. It don't matter. Somebody, Did this turn into the gray area experience? No, okay, I'm like nuts. She like nuts. Yeah. She like nuts. But my point is, <laughs> however often that happens, mm-hmm. it's between us. 
Yes. We're not right, leaving facts. necessarily no. a paper trail. No. We're not leaving an electronic trail. 20 years from now, no matter how big you are as a community, how big you are, nobody's going to go back and be like, oh, damn, remember that time you called T. Gray? Hold it. It, there is not that. They're in a society, in a realm, in a level of financial stability mm -hmm. higher than us. They're held at a different level of accountability. You have to tread lightly. <clears throat> Everything you say in the email is a paper trail. Everything you text, it's a paper trail. As long as it's on a server, there's a no deleting. Yeah, there's it. no deleting. A there. So, 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 what you're saying is the audacity of them to think that it wouldn't Why get found. Why y'all just ain't on the phone? Hey, fuck this faggot ass motherfucker! Like, what, what? Do what we do. My, on, but like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. We don't do that. We do that. But like this shit. is my thing <laughs> right here. But Terrence, Terrence, this I is my thing. <laughs> but Terrence, this is my thing. This is what I was talking to T. Gray about prior to your arrival. And, I, by, and once again, let me throw this out there for all the people who sit back waiting to be offended because it seems like that's what niggas are now. Yeah, yeah. My feelings. Um, I am not in any way justifying what he said in the email and who he was talking to. But my question is the same thing I said with Kevin Hart, the same thing I said with Bill Cosby, and the same thing I said with R. Kelly. The timing. These emails are 10. Anti-I. Anti-I. These emails are 10 years old. The timing of it all is just strange to me. It's like we live in a day of reckoning that there, you can have, and it's strange for me to say this, but you can have no growth whatsoever. People are entitled to change. How you felt yesterday is not how you feel today. Or how, so so my thing is, and like I said, I am not defending John Gruden, but in a society where no one is infallible, if you look, you can find something on anybody. Right. right. Are we starting right. to fashion a society that that does not allow growth? Yes. That yes, is, the only way you can grow statement. is if you yes, don't talk and do. And I know y'all going to say I'm trying to make it nasty, but this is the truth. If I talk and if I say my honest opinions and I put my honest opinions out there, that's going to come back to bite me in the ass. Okay? You like being bit in the ass. No, but understand, whatever <laughs> I say, whatever I type, whatever I post, that's going to come back to bite me in the ass. It's bitten everybody. Listen. Okay? If, no, I'm not finished. Okay, go ahead. Because there's more to it. Spider. Why I say you have to set, you have to do and not say, because I could do some fucked up shit and it's going to make me a goddamn billionaire. Me and Doug could put out a sex tape tomorrow. Not Doug. Somebody rich. We can put out a sex tape. <laughs> damn. She just now, shit it on me. But you God dang, bro. Oh, my God. Usually you shoot over the bow of the I'm ship. Sorry. You don't shoot directly through the hull of the motherfucker. Sorry. Let's say like a, I uh, could do a sex tape with Doug, like but the nigga too like, broke. So let me find a rich nigga. Like a, uh, like a JB Smooth or somebody where... Oh my God, people want to see this sex tape. That's going to make me a billionaire. I ain't got to shit on nobody. I ain't had to say nothing to you. And you. You're not getting none of my personal feelings, emotions about nothing. But here it is still something that should have a negative stigma, that should put a negative connotation on me and the person I'm participating with, and it should be looked upon as something wrong, bad, ostracizable. Mm -hmm. New word. We're going to stop adding ostracizable. suffixes. We're going to stop adding suffixes to shit. You can do a whole lot of shit, but you can't say nothing. And to me, that's no different than what Dave Chappelle said about the baby. The baby killed somebody. 
But he said no, he killed a black man. It's not about who, I'm, I'm no, but point. still in all, I understand he, where she's he coming can from. Do whatever because even I can though kill a nigga, even but though I can't say. even though it was I in self defense, that shit got swept state, under the rug, but I bro. Can be Kanye and say shit. You know what I mean? Like this career. is what this is where we are. This is where we're living. This is what's going to continue to grow. When we were talking earlier, and I said you got to walk on eggshells out of the womb. Mm -hmm. It's no bullshit. You got to be worried truth. about people going back to elementary school, middle school, high school. Remember what you said to your fourth grade teacher yes. that time about her ass jiggling? That's going to come. Well, out. let me go ahead and let y'all know now. When I do get famous, if you check my financial records and you see something on there that says Brazzers, it is exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. You got a subscription? Yes. You like it? much that you want times get hard on the boulevard they got a lot of free it's, like free 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 no nah, because when you get it like you, when you thing. when you get a subscription you get different angles like i can actually well you yeah we're not gonna get in we're not gonna get in we're not gonna get in all that we're not we're not gonna get in all that just know my financial records are exactly what they is all right um we about to get into this this is something i wanted to say and this man <laughs> I'm, I'm mad you got some Man, I'm just saying, bro. It is, you know, sometimes I'm investing. I'm putting them girls through college. Uh, look, man, um, Meek Mill is right now put out his fifth studio album. And and it has uh, <laughs> it has garnered some backlash. A lot. A lot because of a the lot. album cover. I just want to play this the joint that was on the bus yes i want to play this and it leads us into our all jokes wait a minute real quick segment. before you hit play t gray boots are banging fire they fiver they fire they like the ohio players fire here we go Girl, here we go what is this what the fuck is this what is this this is on the side of a, this is on the side of a bus rolling through your street Going on the side of your street. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Look at this bull fucking shit. Look at this shit on the side of a bus. Is this what you want, black women? Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be respected? Is this how you want to be respected in life? This is how you want to look? This is how you want to be portrayed? Stand up to this bullshit. I'm from Philly. I actually should support Meek Mill. This is fucking disgusting bullshit. Look at this lady. Look at this. This is on the side of a bus where little girls can pull up and see this shit. That's her fucking pussy. Let's not mistake him with the pink dot is. This is disgusting. This is satanic bullshit. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of... Look at this shit that you're getting on. This is for everyone. What the fuck is this? Man. So, um, this, go <laughs> this goes into what it is that... Uh, our all jokes aside segment do white people have a right to comment on black issues no all that uh all of that energy that was given to 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 meek mills for him trying to promote an album or this that and the third this is this is what i want to say have that same energy when your police officers are wrongfully snatching black men and black women out of their cars. Have that same energy when your policemen are tearing down the doors of the wrong apartments, shooting 
without even asking questions. But see, I, I almost think, man, aren't you convoluting two things, though? No. You don't think so? No. Yeah. I am? It's my personal opinion. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say no because it, it's, where's that energy when, 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 when we looking for it? This man trying to make a living. And sex sells. Se- no. Sex Do sells. Do you think rapping a bus in his particular album cover is oh I'm just making a living or do you think Meek Mill is doing something bigger than that doing something bigger than that oh it was big because he but, had, but, a, well, he my had qu- a scepter wrapped in 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 uh in, in his album cover. but but my question is this as as two parents of collectively five daughters okay there comes a point in time where we got to start asking ourselves how do you want to be depicted and how you want to be looked at? Because my question is this, and, and I've always said this and people can get on me. Sex only sells because women put it on the shelf. Men will buy whatever women put out there. Facts. Bottom line. Facts. I've always said this when women talk about the objectification of their bodies and all this stuff. Objectification. What, what, would, what would the, and I just talked about this with porn and whatnot. What would the industry be if every woman or at least the majority of them stood up and said, I'm not going to allow you to objectify me like this anymore. I am not going to be in these scantily clad outfits, dancing and twerking and doing all of this stuff and making it a shame for my mama, who I know probably raised me better. And for children that I'm going to have, because do I want my son to bring home a woman like this or do I want my daughter to be seen like this? What do you think music directors and even adult film industry people would do if women, because they got power now, they got choice now. What do you think would happen? Do you think all of a sudden they would they would they would force women, or they would adapt and overcome and find a different way? It'd just be a bunch of naked dudes. <laughs> They'll find a way. No, man, you know you know what the deal is. That's the reason why I said I'm kind of torn by this because. In the sense of, I have no problem. I listen. I'm a staunch supporter of ass and titties. Lord knows I love them. TNA. Show sure enough. But at the end of the day, and this is where my pushback comes from what you're saying because I do believe that it's not just it's not just about what he's. Uh, I think we get too caught up in the messenger instead of the message. I really, I really believe that. Do I think uh, white people should always be commenting on black issues? Absolutely not. However, the bad part about it is a lot of our black issues, the genesis of them come from white people. Is it my turn yet? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You can, you can jump in anytime you want to. You can trying to be respectful. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead there, AC Queen. Go ahead. So the initial question was, do white people have a space to chime in on black problems. should should any other time before i fully watched the video i would say hell no <laughs> um in this one time i said you goddamn right billy bob you goddamn <laughs> why right. she monsters ball that dude <laughs> why she monsters ball that God dude right because as upset as he was i didn't see any black men in that video any black men in philly like oh damn look at how they black men walking with their daughters none of that i didn't see that i didn't see any black women 
in that video. Black women walking with their daughters. Oh, you know, hey, this is inappropriate. Didn't see none of that. So for what he said, he was not wrong. No, we should not be butt naked on the side of the bus. We shouldn't be. Now, do I think as an album cover, when I saw the album cover, I think the album cover is pretty dope, to be honest with you. I think I get it. When I saw it, I'm like, I get it. But do I think it should be plastered on a bus? No. Do I think that's irresponsible and reckless? Yes. Yes, I do. And people are going to say, well, you know, well, Meek Mill raps about this and he does this and the kids see that. We wholeheartedly have a choice in what we choose to expose our kids to. So with me seeing Meek Mill's album cover, that don't mean Toot gonna see it. But if me and Toot got to get on the bus that day, mm. I have to then as a parent explain to her why this naked woman is bent over with her vagina out on the side of the bus. Vagina. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. We should be appalled. We should be, but we should be more appalled at the fact that it's on the side of the, that it's on the bus and that it's displayed in that way, that it could be a billboard. I think when it comes to sexually explicit lyrics, sexually explicit visuals on your uh, videos, sexually explicit album covers, I think that there needs to be another way or another channel that we have to go through to see it. The same way if you on motherfucking Instagram and it puts up an advisory, if it's some shit about to come, you can't just, you can't see it as blurred out. Why is it is not like that for this? Why was this so nonchalantly? Who the fuck wrapped the bus in the first? Place? <laughs> hey, hey, have you ever have you ever gotten yelled at by your mama and she go through a whole bunch of stuff and then she finally get to the question she really want to ask and and see see C's in math C's in math and then a D and P who the hell get a goddamn D and P E when you gotta just dress up and run in a circle? You stupid. Let's go put this on a bus. This is going to be great. But once again, this is my question. Who is... Somebody going to lose their job. Yes, but who well, is... But that to... white man's not wrong for saying nothing about it. And the people that's mad at the white man for saying... Are you fucking kidding me, black people? Mm. You black people who ain't said shit, y'all upset with him because he's made a statement that... He ain't. He wasn't wrong from the time he started talking. So I no, guess as long as as be okay so as long as white people are aligned with what we feel is right, yes. it's okay. Yes, yes. I'm glad you have a firm understanding. Yes, nigga, beat your white ass on my team. If you're not on my team, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You I'm, get it? I'm yes. dead. I'm dead. And the water still floating. <laughs> I'm de listen to me, listen to me, any man that want to get with T-Gray, you better tell this girl exactly what it is she wants to hear or get out. I'm telling you, you're going to be like that black dude, get out, <laughs> nigga, get out. Oh my God, Conversations with Comedians on NLGradio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. So by order of T-Gray, all white people, you are welcome into black issues as long as you agree with t gray as long as it falls in line yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now when you start creeping to the other side we're gonna have to kick you overboard now whatever this new black coalition that was founded by yeah what was what was that to cancel my good day Chappelle. now all y'all white niggas yo did y'all have a chance to finally see it did i 
We're going to talk. And we Netflix gonna, decided not to remove it. I'm glad. I want to talk about it when our guests But Yeah, too. me too. Yeah, me too. I'm going to be real with you. Netflix, Netflix has really earned my respect in the way they back Dave Chappelle. Heartedly. The fact that they would take off the Chappelle show as much as it generated them revenue, all in the name of Dave Chappelle not getting paid by Comedy Central, man, and then to stand up against the 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 mob, the rhetoric, the mob, <laughs> and say, "Yo, we're not taking this down." Yo, Netflix, I salute you. I salute you. Did I know- you hear the song? We're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it. <laughs> we're not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Love, love, love Netflix for for stepping up and and being a, a conduit of uh, getting money. Cause they decided that you know what we're gonna get this money. People are watching it. People that subscribe are watching it, and they have an opportunity to see. What this man has done. So, uh, he was offered to um, speak at Harvard like weeks before this dropped, right? Before it dropped. And he pretty much let it be known. Oh, yeah, where he gave him like a warning almost. <laughs> Shots fired. When he said, you know what? Dave Chappelle is the most gracious assassin ever. Ever. You do realize that I'm going to kill you after dinner, right? <laughs> you do. And that's he, exactly is the what most, he, said. he is the most gracious assassin he said, ever. You thought what I said before was in your face. And he kept saying that through the closer. I'm going all the way. And this is my last one. I'm going all the way. This next, this last special that i put out on netflix mm, mm, you all just wait <laughs> until i man. close the door on this one yo conversation said, we man. about to go into our little music break when we get back we're gonna have the very talented and hilarious anthony oates with us we also gonna get into just his thoughts on the pandemic you know what he did during 2020 when things was uh shut down how he uh, rebounded, you know, how his uh, progression and everything in comedy. So we're definitely going to get into it. Man, it's Conversations with Comedians on NLGradio.com. So, so deaf. <laughs> you want to dance. I'm going to make you dance. You want to move. I'm going to make you move. True hill, come I've on. I've this feeling. Can't turn it loose That somebody else Getting next to you Can't walk around Like I was your fool Cause being who I am I can't lose my goo My friends keep telling me About things going on But deep in my heart, babe I hope that I'm wrong So bad when I walk through the door. 
And I never stop putting in work I rock from L.A. to Drew Hill uh -huh. Something you can feel All I'm about is that dollar dollar bill What the deal? Funkier than Parliament uh -huh. Stay bent uh -huh. behind tent Keep, keep paying uh -huh. my rent My gold uh -huh. cent lingers VBS describe best with some of the We make believers out of dreams
Conversations with comedians on NLGradio.com, bringing comedy to the conversation. I am your host, Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett. That was all about the Benjamins with the perspective winner of a versus between him and Jermaine Dupree. He's going to get the would, floor wiped Which would himself. be Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Sean John Combs, Mr. Shiny Soup Man. Nah. Not agreeing with you on that. Hey, man, you know the tripod is in the building. He is the Duke of Comedy who's always wrong about verses. Yo, 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 he's lying, though. She is the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. Hey, hey. And we got our special guest in the building, Mr. Anthony Oaks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. So what's good <laughs> with you? Yeah, I <laughs> know. Man, we what? No buttons with no sound effects. I know. <laughs> we we got to make our own shit. We, I'll tell we, hey, 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 we an adaptable people now. We adaptable. That's right. So what's going on, Anthony Oates? What's going on with you, brother? Yo, I am tired. <laughs> Who comes on to the radio with that type of introduction right, and like, says that? What do you need, an energy drink? For real, bro. I'm tired. So listen, I just got back from Memphis. Oh. Okay. I did the Memphis Urban Laughs Festival, uh, Latoya Tennille put it on. It was three days of three shows a night. It was bananas. That's what's <laughs> up. It was bananas. No, I, I think I saw that. Uh, were you also there with uh, Patrice? I was there with Patrice, Donna Lewis, Woo Woo, uh, um, Gina, uh, Gina G. Yep. Yeah. DMV really represented. Because yeah. yes. I, saw, I saw Patrice's picture. Uh, she took a picture in front of the uh, hotel she that did. Martin Luther King was yeah, uh, shot did. in front yeah. of, man. I, I, I want to go there because I'm just trying to figure out how it is they never moved anything. Like the same cars are there. Am I correct? Like same cars. Same cars, everything. They've never moved anything since that day. Like, really. I think I find that amazing. I really do. So, what's been going on with you, player? You said the Memf uh, the Memphis Laugh Festival. Yeah, the Memphis Urban Laugh Urban Festival. I've done three festivals this year. Like I did the Six City. I I did the Six City Comedy Festival in Cleveland. I did the uh, DC Comedy Festival. 
Uh, then I went to Puerto Rico on vacation, came back, went to Memphis. We ain't going to find you on and TMZ and now. And then found time to win a fantastic award. I did. Tell everybody oh, oh, oh. about the award you it's won. The, I'm so um, mad that I missed it. I was supposed to be there covering the event. It's the Mayor Arts Award. So every year the mayor hands out these awards to people in the community who are exhibiting excellence. And so I you won. met Muriel? Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's how I know. <laughs> that's how I know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call her that. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Mayor. I appreciate. Uh, but yeah, it was a great. It was at Howard Theater. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it was an award for performance uh, excellence in performance. That's what's up, man. The fact that the fact does, does do the accolades motivate you or just the purity of the art? Because you know there are a lot of people in it for the glitz, the glamour, the accolades. Then there are some who just love the whole scene and set of it what what still motivates you well for me comedy is not like something that i cannot do so whether the fame <laughs> comes or not it's still something that i have to do comedy saved my life so there is no me without comedy how so uh, i'm a recovering cocaine addict Okay, little toot toot. Yep. No, a lot of toot toot. <laughs> okay, toot toot. Little toot toot. I don't know how to feel about that because that means you got money. Because cocaine ain't no money. cheap drug. I did. I, I, I did. Um, you gonna put somebody out of business. <laughs> cocaine ain't no cheap drug. It's not. Um, but it was very, it was a very trying time. Mm. Uh, and I, I did it for 20 years. I'm wow. 45. Wow. Wow. So, hey. I'm about really, to start Kevin Hart. Me I had to Kevin Hart that joke on that one. Because if I have it like that, keep you looking this good that long. 45. Mm -hmm. Somebody <laughs> find me a pusher immediately. For real. Give me, some of, give me some of that booger sugar. <laughs> give me some of that booger sugar. Uh, also, his grace definitely they got me through. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in some crazy, crazy situations. Um, but at, to make a long story short, uh, I had just come to wit's end. Like, I, I remember I was high as a Georgia pine one night. And I, those are pretty high. Those let me are, tell you. Those are pretty high up there. High as Cooter Brown. And I, <laughs> it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. I had to be up at 6 to go to work. Um, and I just laid down on my bed and I just started boohooing. Mm. And I was just like, God. Like, there were several things that I asked for. One, I need love. Like, where's my love? I give out all this love, and I ne I don't have anything in return. Like, I want someone to love me. Two, I want to stop doing drugs. Like, it's just really, it's not even for fun now. It's, mm -hmm. I'm an addict. Three, what is my purpose? Why am I here? I don't even really want to be here no more. Mm -hmm. Like, because why am I here? Two weeks later, uh, I started doing comedy. Two weeks after that, I met Kevin, who I just got engaged to. We've been together for six years. Woo! Um, Congratulations! Thank you. And my life just did a 180. Uh, and, you know, comedy for me is therapy. It's my new cocaine, literally. Don't you, you know, you know what he remind me of? He remind me of those, he reminds me of those uh, preachers that they say, I used to be in the club <laughs> two-step. But now I two-step for the for Lord. I used to be high. Hey. Now I get high. high, high. For the Lord. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God, man. Conversations with Comedians on NLGRadio.com. Joining the conversation today is Mr. Anthony Oaks. So, Oaks, the last time you and I connected, Oaks and I go back. 
Oaks and I go back to the. <laughs> he already know what I'm about to say. When he cheated and beat me in the damn. Uh, what was it? That what was verses, it? That rap verses? It was the. It was the. It was the uh, uh, comedian bars joint. Now I'm gonna be real with you. Oats and no shout out. He my man, but he flamed Tink in the first round. He flamed Tink. I don't know what Tink was thinking. He brought. When did he bring like a Winnie the Pooh bear on there or something like that, Anthony? I don't remember. I just remember me winning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So so we oh, both okay. so we both go through our rounds and we met in the semifinals, right? We did. Let me tell you how this cheating mofo go. I do a rhyme by myself. This nigga starts bringing in sound effects. Yes, he got a I background singer that. that I found out was but him. I oh, said, what? This nigga is, the, if y'all want to know the reason so why, if you want to know the reason why Doug <laughs> has got like what they like to call, if you want to know why Doug got what they call the booty face and I do not have a mustache anymore, it's because this nigga made me self-conscious about my, what'd you call me, weird mustache man? <laughs> Yes. I was, I was going to fight that nigga, the man. The fact that he looked up here, yeah. I want to answer. When I tell y'all I wanted to yes. fight him, I, I was like, weird Damn. mustache. I got straight in the mirror like, nah, this shit crazy. Oh, no, it was back. creepy thin mustache. Yeah, man. man. I said, oh. <laughs> Hit that bar one more time. Creepy thin mustache, <laughs> man. Yeah. But man, technically no. it wasn't cheating because they were all me. I just used... A split yeah, screen yeah, and cheating, cheating, because mm. his mouth was it was like a kung fu movie. His mouth was saying one thing and there were words coming from everywhere. I was like, this nigga cheating. Wow. I was like, this nigga cheating. Sometimes you got to think out of the box to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, Doug. Nah, man, but he brought he brought the bit he brought man. the business on that joint, man. And um, I think we we connected a couple of more times, didn't we? Uh, last time we saw each other was in Richmond at the Sandman, right? Yes. Yeah, man. You did you go up that night? Um, to be honest, I don't even remember. I performed there a lot. I think I was just there with Patrice. I think we had just come from Cleveland at that point. We had did this other show, the Culture Mix um, Experiment, and I was waiting to take the Flix bus back to DC. <laughs> so the Sandman is right by the bus station, so I was just probably in there just to. So I would love to know because you do so many different things in the background of comedy. Um, and although you say, you know, comedy has saved your life, I feel like what you're giving back to it has been so much bigger, so much stronger. And so you produce a lot. You guys put on some fantastic shows. What was that transition like going from being on stage to being on stage and being in charge of some shit? So I remember when I first started doing comedy, my six-year comedy anniversary is in November. Next Congratulations. Month. Thank you. Um, blessed and highly favored. Um, so when I first started doing comedy... People, I felt like I was good, you know what I'm saying? And people were telling me that I was good, but I felt like, even in my first two years, I felt like nobody was booking me, you know? Um, I would see my cohorts getting booked, but I wasn't getting booked and I didn't know why. Um, but the type of person that I am, mm -hmm. um, I'm just gonna build my own. And if you build it, they will, will come. come. Yes. Okay, yes. okay, feel the yes. dreams. So I think my first show was something I did like a smoking joke. Mm -hmm. uh, it was literally at Lock Love Salon in Capitol Hill. We took out all the. We actually we had a, a veranda in the back, so we had like pallets, and we turned mm -hmm. it into like this atmospheric thing. Mm -hmm. um, it sold out in like a week. 
Uh, and then I put up another show after that, like same night, and that sold out. So I had two sold out back-to-back -back shows my first two years in comedy. And like the heavy hitters were like calling me like, oh, I want to get on your show. Doesn't that happen? Isn't that amazing? They won't see, speak to you when they see you. Right. But as soon as they see you putting on It's the shows, smell of money. It's like, Then your phone what? ringing like, hey, <laughs> smell uh, that money you got a date for me? But, but, but in, in that date. sense, though, isn't that easier to sift through the real from the fake? When people, when, when nobody's there to help you build it, but then they come after you build it. It's actually a dual-edged sword because two years in the comedy, I wasn't, I wasn't being authentic. I am gay. Uh, I did not tell No, you not. I know. Shut the front door. No homo. <laughs> this nigga is. No I'm going to tell you right Who now. Who the he, hell left the gay I'm going to tell you right now. He is the most gangster man in plaid pants I've ever seen in my life. I'll <laughs> tell that right ass, now. Because this I'm nigga right is cutthroat. I'm about to say, talk about your little plaid picnic pattern. <laughs> 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 picnic. <laughs> Yo, you <laughs> be on them flat pants though. I'm just saying, man. Real recognize, real. <laughs> real, real recognize, real. But for real, I I was not being my authentic self in those for two two years. So in hindsight and in retrospect, mm -hmm. you know, I see why people were not booking me. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't being authentic on stage. My jokes were just kind of like random and general. And but it wasn't until um, my homie Paris. Um, you know, I talked to her and several Not Ms. other Sashay. people. Yes, Miss Sachet and several other people. And I began, and Frankie French as well. Uh, and I began to workshop my jokes, including my authentic journey as a gay person. Mm -hmm. And then my sets just became fire. I don't know what else to say other than <laughs> that. It just became fire. Yeah. yeah. One thing I've recognized about uh, gay people that they're not humble at all. Like, yeah, you know, they're not. <laughs> well, like, gay, gay people, well, when they come out the closet, they come out the closet with your shoes, your socks on, your pants. Hey, my, uh, I was trying to find my authentic self. And then I did, and it just took off from there. <laughs> Became fire. I'm like, nigga, I think it's still trying to get so a smoke screen over this motherfucker with my career, and this thing on fire. I've always had to hold <laughs> back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my entire life before I came out, I've always had to hold back, and you know, it's there's something in freedom. Yeah, allows once you, to you get to the point that you don't have to do that anymore. What show were you hosting us on where we met? And this nigga told that story about that uh, was my show. That, no, was no, sex yes, up. right. But then I did like when a, I tell you, this nigga yeah. told the funniest story, and he wasn't even trying to be funny about the dude who just showed up to your room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, I just opened the door and this nigga just had a towel on and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> to this day, I just cannot <laughs> believe that I didn't know what was going on. Like, I just can't fathom that I wouldn't have been like, oh, something's trying to pop off. Like, I literally, I was like, Yo, who's this weirdo? Like, <laughs> dude is weird. Like showing up at my door. And then he said he showed up with a towel, saying, "Uh, what are you, you doing? You got an extra bar of soap. <laughs> you got uh, extra bar of soap." Yo, that was wow. weird. Oh man, so <laughs> let me ask you a question, Oates. Um, can you please stop pronouncing his name with a T? It is oh a K. God. I At say, all times, I say Oaks. I say it. You did that. I do Please, say it. You hurting my ear. It's very Quaker. You're giving very Quaker Oaks. <laughs> That's what you're giving. All right, listen. Oaks. Yes. All right. <laughs> with, with, yeah, I'm going to make sure. With, with everything, um, wow. I guess, I guess wow. being a part of the LGBTQ, I think it's IA now, right? Yes. 
Right. What is up with all these goddamn letters? <laughs> Before you get the What's the I it's or the A? More, it's more letters. I, I'm i on the board. I just don't know all of the letters. Because <laughs> You're on the board of what? Of gay. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. on the board of gay. I, I don't know what LGBTQ means, but I, I, I don't know what it's there for. But I, believe I know it. what LGBTQ I don't know what the Plus. IA is. I don't know what the IA means. It's um, intersectionality, maybe. Intersectionality. So, so, so it's a role. Make up another one here. So it's a role. No, they're going to roast me. He's going to be so like, I am now. not the spokesperson for all things gay. So on the highway, so to piggyback off Dave Chappelle, when the L's and the G's and the T's and the V's and the Q's are driving, they come to the intersectionality. Intersectionality. Asexual. Uh, so oh. it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning. There, there's a duality there. Intersex, or asexual, or ally. Ally. Be, so yeah, if you're an ally, so we're you technically can be LGBT. In it? You're First technically, of all, oh my if god, man! Masturbate, you're already asexual. We all are in it. They didn't even tell you. Look, if you enough. what? You're asexual? So if you, you're masturbating. You're asexual. If you pump we your pita. We can't reproduce ourselves. <laughs> you don't get it? If you are no, women. a Peter Piper pumpkin, Peter <laughs> get pumper. get pregnant, nigga. Of course. So what you're saying is if women masturbate, they're asexual. I men was do. being funny. First off, let me dial No, nah, man. You got to so be specific. I was being yeah, funny yeah. because asexual means that you can then reproduce on your own. We can't. Ha ha! If you masturbate, oh okay. You I, make yourself bust. I make myself bust. We're all asexual. I don't ever want to have to break the shit. I down may have again. to cancel my subscription to Brazzers now. I may have to cancel. I may have to cancel my subscription. You understand what I'm, I'm talking about? Yeah, I may have to cancel my subscription. You got, you got them on auto pay. I'm well, yeah. Hey, stay out of my personal business. <laughs> my all right. Fault, uh, my fault, my fault. So, so, so being a being a part being a part of the LG. Being a part of the okay. community, okay. Um, you, I'm sure you're aware of the uproar that has come from Dave Chappelle's uh, The Closer. My question is... Did you see it? Did you see it? No. You did? Wow. I did not see okay. it. Okay. Um, let me set this up. First and foremost, I do not like watching a lot of comedy specials. Okay. Okay. Um, I am overly analytical, and I'm also... Uh. Uh, very creative. So when people are talking and stuff like that, I'm already imagining stuff in my mind. Mm -hmm. I never want for things to, for my own things not to be original and my uh, own thoughts and my you. own processes, my own. So jokes. you feel like it taints your creativity? Uh, it doesn't taint. It's. I just don't want to hear anybody. Like I, I don't want to hear. Unless I'm doing it, unless it's something old, like I watch a lot of Richard Pryor or something like that, or mm -hmm. back in the day, mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. for research okay. purposes. Right, right. But, you know, like I watch maybe like Ellen special when she came out, like when's, when's this whole doing? You know what I'm saying? Right, she ain't been right. out in a long time. You know, because I know that we're not going to kind of cross... Um, things we could, but don't I don't know. That. I just watch it. Say, don't no, say but that. I, I get what. But I, what it's like saying. don't go on do it. She loves scaring gay a, people. It's just she likes scaring. <laughs> people. Um, but I, I have a lot going on in my life right now. Like mm -hmm. I just got engaged. My parents are both ministers, mm -hmm. um, so there's already this thing going on with my engagement to a man. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm dealing with that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't even want to watch something that is going that with that content and that subject matter. Right. Because I'm dealing with something myself. Mm. Right. Um, and I don't want it to be a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it. I want to be objective. But I'm already in my feelings. Gotcha. Can I ask you a question since speaking in that vein? Do you feel as though <clears throat> there is a limit with comedy? Or do you feel there is nothing off limits? Because the one thing that I've realized is that, you know what, let let me correct that because she has already gotten on my ass and I can see her eyes burning in my head because I ask a question (laughs) and and then I expound on the goddamn question. So do you feel as though there is an off limits in comedy or nothing is holes barred? Um, It's no holes barred. Mm. No subject is no holes barred. I feel you emphasize (laughs) that for a reason. Um... For me personally, eventually, everything can, there's humor in everything. Yes. Yes. Eventually. Now, when that time is, you know, you have to use your own personal discernment. Sure, it mm-hmm. took me 30 years to talk about OJ. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but, it, well, Kim Hilarious. Kardashian just talked yeah, oh about my him God, on that Saturday shit was Night terrible. Live. Bang and his, his family... Um, the family of uh, Nicole the victim, Brown, yes, you know, spoke out and said it was in poor taste when mm-hmm. this happened so long ago. But I think with her, it's because her were, mama was Nicole's best, best friend. friend. True, and so I think that's a little different. Meanwhile, and, let's not talk about the fact that OJ is really somebody daddy in the house. I'm sorry, I, OJ oh, yeah. is really that that big <laughs> Kardashian is really his child. His daughter and that Kardashian look just alike. You don't just pop up no kid that size with somebody that's not black and playing football. True. I, gu- <laughs> I guarantee. Don't. I guarantee you, she's the only woman who wore flats in her wedding dress, and the hem didn't get dirty. Shut uh, up. <laughs> so, not, so, not the so, hem of her garment. Not the hem of her garment. <laughs> so, no, so, so and, and to basically because I know just where this is going. I mean, I literally, you can say anything you want. Mm-hmm. People, you can literally say what you want. That's a right of ours. Mm-hmm. You have a mouth. You have a voice. You can say it out of your mouth. You can use your platform how you want. Mm-hmm. But there are repercussions to everything yeah. in life. Yeah. There are consequences to everything in life. And we can't escape it. It's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So just like Dave Chappelle has the right to say anything he wants to say, people have a right to be in their feelings. Right. They have a right to try to cancel him if they want to, if that's Why their is thing. That a right? Why is that a right for them to try and cancel him? If he's being an artist and, and displaying his art in a matter of freedom of speech, why is it oh, someone's right to say, oh, I don't like the freedom of his speech, so I don't want no one else to hear it? Well, it depends on what your speech is doing and who it's affecting. Uh, if it were uh, kitty cats, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be like a big thing, but we're talking about transgender women who are being killed at an alarming rate. Um, pick your timing, you know? It's, well, you know, was, you can do it. Hey, it's, because it's free. You haven't, because you haven't seen, seen it, I'll just bring you up to speed on that. But he see, was I making can't, a correlation okay. between why is it okay for this, but it's not okay for that? Oh, there's a duality in life. There I is. I mean, they, they're, they're just, he was just going on the acceptance of... Now, I will, I will to chime in, I will agree with the, the duality that you life. speak of. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's 
it's almost I'll, I'll take it to something <clears throat> when it comes to women women want to be able to dress however they want to dress but they still feel as though they should be treated the opposite of and how they dress I, I, absolutely and <clears throat> and the premise of it is right the reality of it can be kind of skewed I, am i correct in saying that well, I don't like that analogy yeah, okay. per se, uh, because women, you're saying because women dress a certain way that they don't want to be objectified because they dress a certain way. No, uh, no, I, I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is uh, um, a lot a, a lot of women. He always likes to make points to make it seem as if it's our fault for everything. Uh, I do so, not. Yes, you so do. So because I got on my hook of boots. Yeah, I didn't okay. like that analogy at I should, all. I, should, <laughs> I shouldn't be mad when these niggas throw me their dollars. But that is like, not like, what okay. I'm saying. She really is. Think about it. So I what like I like to do in situations okay. like this. That's essentially what he's saying. I like to flip it around. Go ahead, go ahead. I like to flip it. Like, you know, how would these people feel if the roles were reversed? Right. Or if, you know, like a lot of people don't like the fact that Gary Owens tells black people jokes. They don't feel like he should be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, that's just how they feel. Right. You know, people feel how they feel. I mean, do they, you know, do they have the right to call HBO and say, I don't like Gary Owens telling black jokes. You need to cancel him. But the jokes that he tell are his truth. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference between being transparent. He was married to a black woman. And he was telling jokes about being married to a black woman, being a white man with black Hold children. Hold on. Let's so, put that. I, I, I have to cut you off on that because we just got finished earlier having a discussion about white people weighing in on black problems. Because he was married to a black <laughs> that does woman. Not qualify that does qualify does, but That, that was that, his truth. But, okay, Church but, is okay, long. But besides Church is who long. he's married to, that doesn't necessarily <laughs> get him past. Because, because I'm like a white man, that don't mean I'm supposed to weigh in on white problems. Because this white man fucking me don't mean he's supposed to weigh in on black problems. There's still going to be something there that you should... Hmm, you know but I mean? if that's you the case, then, then then even you said it. Then what I, about then even doesn't that even and this and I love this conversation because it's a con so what about I guess women say the same thing when it comes to men <clears throat> chiming in. I guess that's where my body, my choice came from. Am I correct? Probably. No, I'm being serious. It, it, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you think so? Well, it baffles <laughs> me that men uh, don't have a vagina. Men cannot have a baby. Uh, so why would men be weighing in on vagina and baby issues? And that's uh, and they and make I agree. all the rules for and, it. And I agree. That doesn't so, make sense. <clears throat> no, I agree. I agree. It's I I I, I mimic Dave, Ch Dave Chappelle when he says, "If you got a you ain't got a vagina, you shut the fuck up on this one." So I get it. So it it there, it goes a riff down everything. But does that mean that we should not have anything to say? And I'm asking, I'm asking out of out of pure curiosity here, because being a new comedian, but being always an outspoken person, I feel as though at times, even when you're not trying to be offensive, you can be mm -hmm. by speaking on something that you're not knowledgeable about. The only thing that I can say is living and walking your truth. You know what I'm saying? And even in that, 
somebody's still going to have something to say about it. True that. Somebody's going to feel offended. Somebody's going to be, you know, I live in my truth. I, I'm gay. I live my life out loud. I'm unabashed. Um, people are offended by up. that. I got to look right. that word up. They're offended. Talk about stuff that you don't know about, though. That doesn't make sense to me. So I just started doing open mics and stuff. Um, and that girl is growing. Come Thank on, Tegra. I just started. But when I do it, because I've been writing, I write about stuff that I know. I don't write about stuff or talk about stuff that I have no clue and can't really weigh in on. Um, I'm not a political person. So you don't necessarily get political commentary from me. I talk about fucking those niggas because I know about fucking those niggas. <laughs> I talk about having you kids. I'm not. <laughs> and if I do, it'll be humongous. But. <laughs> but I talk about Next. my kids. Can we go to commercial and we ain't even mom. on TV? You know what I mean? I talk about what I what 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 I know because this is the space that I'm comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Why would I even put myself in that position to step outside of what I'm comfortable in? Because now I'm uncomfortable on stage trying to have this discussion or trying to get you excited or revved up about what I don't even know. Like I can't like I don't feel like you should wing it in that way. And that's and that's what you were saying. Let, let's circle back because okay. I think that was a great segue. What lie were you living in in the beginning when you first started? Because you said you finally became yourself and lived in your truth and live out loud. You mean in comedy? Yes, in comedy. What, 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 what was... Uh, and, and hopefully I'm not being offensive by saying lie, but... No, truth, it wasn't... Yeah, yeah I, I just wasn't... Authentic? I wasn't authentic. I was but, but intentionally so here's my, here was yeah, my yeah because I think that reasoning. word authentic gets thrown around. I okay, wanna, so I wanna, this yeah. is my reasoning. I did not want to be known as the gay comedian. Mm. I wanted to be funny mm-hmm. first. Oh, he funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. And book me for being funny. I don't want you to book me. Oh, it's pride. Let me throw a gay person on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I didn't want that right. with my peers and my cohorts. Um, not knowing that that component of me, I can't escape that. Mm-hmm. I can't deny the audience my true authentic self. And that's what I mean by being authentic. Um, so, you know, I did not even address the obvious elephant in the room when I got on stage was that I was gay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was weird. And I even look back on that. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so, that sounds so weird. But it wasn't until I really began to write my story and express that on stage that's when i felt like i got 10 times better so that was your damascus road experience definitely okay um for all those who don't know damascus road is a reference (laughs) in the bible where saul Mm. met jesus no give me the give it to me give it to me the bible says that saul was on his way to persecute christians but then he met the risen Christ. Hey. And Christ said, Paul, hey. just what are you doing? Hey. Paul said, what? Jesus said, you know what the hell I said. What are you doing? <laughs> he said, I'm going in your name to kill people who worship your name. Jesus said, oh, no, that is a duality. Amen. <laughs> so he came down with the- and blinded Saul. Something is wrong with him. And one day Saul woke up <laughs> and got on stage. Because he don't listen to us. A couple minutes at a time. God got up on stage. On stage. And guess what? 
He so lives in his what? Truth. Amen. Amen. Look at how big his eyes And amen are. again. I feel like his pupils are dilated. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. And amen again. <laughs> Why did they say amen three times? I've never understood that. Amen. Amen. And amen again. Everybody get Oh, man. We are having a good time up in here. Conversations with comedians. We're having a good time with Anthony Oaks. Thank you. Oh, the enunciation correctly on that one. The newly engaged. So, I want to know about that part. First, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I've met your fiance (coughs) more than one time, and I—that's a a special human. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Y'all looking at that in the negative? No, I'm not. I'm just—it's funny the way you say it, dude. He is. And I say he's a special human because you can see how much he loves you i don't think you could see that all the time in relationships there's very few that i come across where you could see it's, it's, it's it, you could see it, you could feel it if you're around it you know that it's legit so you got engaged got the really nice david yerman bracelet oh, you saw that. i mean you know i follow you know i mean so <laughs> how was that experience and then what how do you feel about being there at, at this phase of life and about to be a husband so, um, to be honest, I really never believed in marriage. Um, like I said before, my parents uh, are ministers, but they've both been married seven times between the two of them. Wow. Uh, wait, my wait, dad is wow. like, wait, to each other? No. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Because a lot of people get Let divorced. the man tell a the story. People, I know people like that. No, you're a right. A lot of people get divorced and, and then get remarried, yeah. then get divorced and then get remarried. And then, that's why I was like, to each other? The questions, the questions by Terrence, the Duke of Comedy, does not reflect the intelligence of the other two people on Comedy. Did you understand what I was saying? I did because I did say between the two of them, they've been married seven times. That that boy, that that boy Oaks, boy, he believes in grace. He extends grace to those. Yes, he does because you need it, Terrence. Please proceed. (laughs) Amen. Oh, shatala (laughs) boshit. But um, yeah, my dad is on his fourth marriage. My mom just got engaged again, so that will be her fourth marriage. Oh, they're not together. No. <clears throat> oh well, goddamn, that's a wrinkle in the story. I, I thought Sorry. now, now, now you, oh, now, yeah, I stand correct. Now you's a dumb. Oh, hey, hey, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh lord. They married different people each time. Like, they were married first. And then they married different people. Standing in the need Three of clarity. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, my mom, so she, my mom, she's engaged now. Um, I never counted her out, though. I know she's going to get right back up there with my daddy because I love my mom. Um, Why you make it sound like a competition? I mean, it seems like it. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Uh, but yeah, so I was never like, I want to get married, blah, 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 blah. It just wasn't a thing for me. And it wasn't something that I was like vocal about like i don't want to it was just not seeing them go through all that shit <laughs> yeah, it I was, was just like, my reality no. mm-hmm. <laughs> it was my reality and um and then i met kevin um and then i realized that i would not want to be with anybody else for the rest of my life like he 
I just, I've just never even been in a relationship like this. Like, he is so loving and so giving and caring. Um, and he is so supportive. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely would not be in my comedy career where I am without Kevin. Kevin, before, like, really, like, this year, Kevin is now like, um, oh, I you know, I'm not going to come to this show or something like that. But five years, pro every show. Front and center. Oh yeah, you should probably do this next time. Oh, you did this last time, you should include this. Oh, you sh don't ever do that again. You know what I'm saying? He's my best, he's my best fan, he's my best critic. Um, and it's just like, I love his family. And it just makes sense. Mash mm -hmm. your, your question, mm -hmm. and it's an intimate question. Okay. Um, being in a, a homosexual relationship, mm -hmm. knowing that outside of your community, Mm -hmm. it's still seen as different and not comfortable for most people. Mm -hmm. Does that make your love even stronger and more resolved? It's all uh, like, like kind of the way it was when interracial dating first started. Like when you had a black woman and a white woman or vice versa, it almost seemed like it made it more resolved or more solid. Like you guys look to each other even more to face the world. Is that the same thing in in a homosexual relationship where you guys your your love is that much more solid? Maybe in the eighties. <laughs> Damn. I um, mean, but we're like in twenty twenty one, so <laughs> like I don't even. <laughs> I could care less about okay. who is not. You know what I'm saying? Approving, or mm. and that includes any. And I, I, I wasn't trying to be insulted. No, or, okay, not at no, all. I didn't okay. take it like that. Okay. I'm just being very specific okay. and intentional with my response. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I don't. We don't. We're oblivious to that, mm. um, and we don't need that to fuel our love. Then what happens when that goes away? Oh, um, we're just in love. Yeah, that's what's up. That's um, what's up. You know, so outside things really are of no consequence. Understand, but that. I love that question though. Understand that. I'm, I mean, I'm good at my job. Um, okay. Oh. Uh, all wow. right. Come on, questions. I'm Come on, interviewer. Yep. Come on, interviewer. Long as fuck. You still asked him twice. Don't and then that. tried to answer the shit before he got a chance to. Is this not the same man who says that T. Gray always finds a way to kiss her own ass? But is that not what ass just happened kissing. here? Did you kiss your whole onion? You should be crying now. Well, thank you for tuning in to Conflicts with Comedians uh, on NLGradio.com. NLG stands for Never Leave God because he's going to be the only person on your side. That's what it seems that's what it seems like. You see the other two parts of the tripod just turn on the brother. You see how it is? You did it to yourself. Just because I'm an interviewer. You did it to yourself. You did it to me. You turned around and was like, Terrence is the Dumbass of the group. Why you bringing up old shit? Did you say that today? Why you bringing up old shit? Why you bringing up old shit? And then you turned around and was like, well, I need clarity. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you became the dumbass. Without well, a problem. Right. Then you claim T. Gray is always kissing her own ass. And then you just turn right around and kiss. Well, that's that's hey, that's the but advantage okay. of being able to mute everyone else's microphone. <laughs> you will no longer be engineer. Man, conversations with comedians on nlgradio.com bringing comedy to the conversation. We're having a good time up in here with Anthony Oaks. Um 
let me let me ask you this question how have you seen your comedy you said you're about to celebrate your six-year anniversary mm -hmm. how do you how have you seen your comedy progress and if you could write a letter to your younger self when you first started what would it say and if you could write a letter to your person six interviewer years you just asked him three questions he'll get them all yeah he'll get prayerfully them all. he can remember yeah, them all because god will bring it back to his what if your audience <laughs> well, I, that bright the spirit will <laughs> the spirit will get him strong Okay, so what was the first question? See what you done did! See what you done did! No, I'm just playing. So, my, I think that, you know, initially I would tell these kind of jokey joke, joke, jokes. But as I began to mature, I became more of a storyteller. And that's what I consider myself to be. I definitely... I'm a storyteller, very well-woven tapestries of hilarity. Um, All right, Paul Lawrence Dunbar. So, well, you know. <laughs> All right, now. But, yeah, I, I, that's, I can see that progression mm. uh, in my career. Uh, as far as a letter that my younger self would write to my older self, now, is this just about comedy or in general? About comedy. Because I, I feel as though you said comedy saved your life, but comedy also gave you an outlet to be you. So okay. where would you where would you want to see yourself and what would you not want to lose? That's what I want the letter to say. What would you say to your older self? Nigga. Okay. <laughs> so, um How long can the letter be? Uh, we were looking for one sentence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just we're a couple sentences. We're looking for more of a haiku. So, yeah. If I had to, a haiku, a soliloquy. If I had to tell my younger comedic self um, something about my older comedic comedic self, I would definitely. One thing would be that what is for you is for you. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, we ju I just told you that we just did the Memphis Com Urban Comedy Festival. Uh, and they had workshops during the day, which I loved. They had a mental health workshop. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we're just like 50 comedians in this room, and we're just, you know, pouring it out, you know, talking about comedy and how it affects our lives. And one thing that was brought up was this thing about, I feel like I should be here when I'm here. Mm. Or I came out around the same time as these people, and these people are here, and I'm here. Mm -hmm. This person just came out and they're already here when I've been in it for this long. And and those are things that play on your self-esteem. They play on your mental. Um, and I would definitely tell my younger self to bypass that and know that uh, in everything there's a season. When it's your time, it's your time. What's for you is for you. And the, there have been times where I, I've known that and still mm -hmm. tried to make something happen, and it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was a lesson learned. Damn. And I didn't trust my instincts. So that's another thing I would tell myself, trust your instincts. Uh, they will not steer you wrong. You just have to be able to, to hear them. Mm -hmm. Understood. That's, that's what's up, see? Uh, anybody else would like to follow up that phenomenal question? Feel free. He actually, he actually answered my question that I was going to ask. You're welcome, How Terrence. do you classify mm. yourself as a comic? And you was like, I don't want to be known as a gay comic. Mm. I want to be known as a comic. 
that was that was going to be definitely my question because I know uh, I'm friends with a bunch of gay comics. Um, Samson, for one. Oh, I love Samson. Samson. That is my we. Can I tell you just a quick funny story about Samson? Sure, sure. When I first started doing comedy, uh, I took a workshop. It was called ILC in Laughing Color. In Laughing Color. Yeah, in Laughing Color. It was with Chelsea Short. Um, It was like two months, and then at the end, you do like a showcase. Um, But what they and they taught you like stage presence, how to write jokes, blah blah blah. But they didn't tell you what to do after the workshop and after the showcase like where do you go like what what do you do where do you go to work on stuff where do you you know so i didn't know anything about open mics and uh war rooms and things of that nature but one of my friends turned me on to bus boys and poets okay um where there's a show every night at a different location a crowd of 80 people you pay five dollars and you get up there and you do your five minutes Mm -hmm. that's where i honed my comedic skills at bus boys and poets for four years that's where I, that was my home. Um, but the first time I did it, I did not know who Samson was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Bus Boys and Poets. I signed up on the list. Uh, I knew the person's name that was in front of me, so I knew that when they called their name, it was my time to go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, was sitting there, and then they called. They were like, next on the list. They were like, on deck, because that's how they tell you that you're on deck. We got Anthony Oaks. We're coming up next to the state. And then they just ran off this whole list of this person that has done all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And and they were like, Samson McCormick. And I was like, what is going on? What is happening? (laughs) And then he got got on stage, and he completely, like, killed it of course of course (laughs) and he touched on things that i was going to talk about you know and i had that was it was two lessons learned one i learned who samson mccormick was okay uh, and that's how we got connected and then how to that was my first lesson on how to improvise at the on the fly there you go because i had to switch it up so that we wouldn't you know be talking about the same thing and I, i still did a good job for that time period in my career um, but I love Samson. He definitely paved the way for a lot of LGBT mm-hmm. community um, comedians, especially black gay male. Yes. Comedians. Yes. Because he like you, he like you, um, starting out was not about to talk about his homosexuality on stage. Um, the acceptance, his family accepting him as a gay black man. He really like turn into that. He and I started, we were on the Christian circuit. We were doing a thing called Jokes, Jams, and Jesus. <laughs> okay. okay. That's hilarious. And, Just the and, name of it. And absolutely. I was in a, um, a stage play with the producer of the show. And just as that happened, you know, I met Samson. And then Samson was like, oh, you need to try and go down to Club Elite, Laugh Out Loud. And I'm like, what? Like, for real? <laughs> And then he and I just like like we 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 click on the, on a whole different level in comedy, and like I said, like I know a bunch of them, and he also is one that don't want to be called a gay comedian. He wants to be called a comedian. Chef is another good friend of mine. Chef Kelly. Oh, day. We just pain. hung out in Memphis. That's my homie. I love Chef. Chef is for Kelly. Real. Let me tell you something. Chef and I. <laughs> Chef and I in in Club Elite Laugh Out Loud, uh, T.L. Fitz was hosting. Mm-hmm. Her and I went back and forth for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. just <laughs> bouncing off each other, bouncing off each other, and P. 
people were like, y'all need to do a show together. Y'all need to. And then she moved. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Shep. And, and, I love and, her. But, but like I said, you definitely answered that one question. And then the other question was about Dave Chappelle. Did you see his closer? And what would you think about that? So um, I'm tapped out with the questions there, brother. Okay. Um, <laughs> you you kind of came in here and just was like, you know what? I'm going to just put it out all the... You, you, you did what uh, Eminem did in... in uh, what was that movie he was in? Eight Mile. Eight Mile. I was about to say seven. Um, in Eight Mile, when he was like, I'm going to say everything about me before this fool can even open his mouth. <laughs> but one thing I did want to talk about, and I think I love... I love this concept, and it's so dear to me. Um, you know, I used to host a show with Patrice called Black Think Tank with mm-hmm. Anthony and Patrice. Okay. Um, and it was Seen it, it, it started. Times. Thank you. I uh, I appreciate you watching it. Um, and it was during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and you know, it was just so blackity black, black, black. And um, when things began to open back up, you know what I'm saying? We're three working comedians, so mm-hmm. you know, it got kind of difficult to. A rent. It's difficult to do a show, a weekly show, and have great guests and right, great content right, right. and great production. Oh, we know. Yeah, it's very <laughs> difficult. Yeah. And shout um, out to conversations with comedians. Shout out to conversations with comedians. Let me go ahead and kiss my ass. Shout out to me for having three shows. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> hey, we don't have hey, we, hey, in, we. Um, Got in the studio. But uh, there's this and during a Black Think Tank, I had, we had this segment called Three Black Minutes where we had comedians come on and they would do three minutes of oh, just wow. blackity black black content. Um, so when the show uh, went on hiatus, I still wanted to like do something that celebrated that. So I put together this show called Seven Black Minutes and it's seven comedians doing seven minutes of blackity black 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 material. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's invited, you know what I'm saying? We, all we ask is that you respect the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, I did my first one a month ago. It sold out. Uh, it was at Bus Boys and Poets. This one is on Halloween. It's uh, on the 31st. Uh, it's Paris Sachet, uh, Justo the Comedian, Just Ashley go. Mayo, Woo Woo, Woo Woo, Rollo Boykins, uh, Madi Drummond insane. out of New York. Um, and it's, I just, That's I love it. I, I, and we're having a, um, a black game show where you have to know black, uh, culture. Uh, we are, uh, doing a costume contest. Winner gets $150. That's dope. And it's October 31st at Buzz Boys. Well, you can just look it up on Eventbrite, seven black minutes. I got some content for you for that. Okay. I'm going to give it to you right now. You said we have to know black culture. Oh, this nigga will win. No, they never like. Give me a question. I'd lose you in a minute. Like, my car should be... Who who invented the doorknob? Nigga, we talk about TV shows. It's black culture. Let the person who's actually... Yeah, go, boy, man. Go. Because that's what I'm about to give him. Who invented the gas mask? Bam! This is black culture in Douglas. Oh, now nah, it's this black culture. <laughs> I'm thinking TV shows and shit like that. You thought the fun Garrett, story. hell yes. Yeah. Morgan. Yeah. He also okay. invented the traffic light. Bam! If you'd have said that, I'd have got it. Yeah, but that's what everybody knows. We, we need to go Who in invented depth. the doorknob? I don't know that. I, thank you. Like, I don't I'm about, know. I'm about to give it to you. Okay, yeah, that was that's, good. That's exactly I, I, what don't I'm about to Don't say it on air. No, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, yeah. the crazy part is, and how I got this content, I was picking my son up from school. There's this brother that has this this thing on the back of his pickup truck. It's on his tailgate. And it's it's 
like etched into his tailgate. And it was things that black people invented. Oh, yeah. Credit for. And I was sitting there and I was reading it. Then I took you want to start with rock and roll. <laughs> you want to start with rock Come and roll? On, chubby checker. I'm just saying, man. Do you want to start with rock and roll? Like, we can go there. Man, that's that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. I was thinking, like, television shows and stuff like that. I mean, that could be some of the, you know what I'm saying? Because like, you do realize ain't too many people going to get them questions right. Like, but we only know that those type of stuff in February. The, well, mathematically, <laughs> <You're an idiot. laughs> mathematically, the probability of someone getting it right could happen in a room full of black people. So... It should happen. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I it should. I I, 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 I have to say this. I have to say this. <laughs> I have to say this. Um, when you first got here, I had animosity towards you for the way you flamed me a year ago. That was several years ago. You have to let that go. That was 2019. Uh, first, 2021 first, is almost first, over. First, uh, like he astutely pointed out before, I have a choice. I don't have to do shit. Uh, what you're I'm, not going to do okay? is act like that with my guy. I have a choice. Uh, secondly, I started to like you because we connected on the level of the Lord and stuff like that. But then when you throw up the probabilities and words like that, that I got to deal with these two walking thesauruses up in here, I've gone back to not liking him. So let's just go ahead and end this whole thing 10 minutes early. No. (laughs) No, but let me say this now you now in, in retrospect and in hindsight, if I did just say looking back, don't, no, don't do that. If I in retrospect and in hindsight, just say looking back. He jealous right now. In retrospect and in hindsight, as you were saying, Anthony. I if I offended you with the creepy thin mustache. The uh, creepy thin mustache. I apologize. I want your apology. I want my mustache back. What? Oh, you, you gotta, gotta go. Come on, you gotta bro. go. No, you gotta go. It's time for you to go. Oh, I apologize to him. Man, no, I want my apology. Ain't you know nobody I look... keeping you over there like that, baby face. You, <laughs> you know how hard it was for me to grow that mustache. I got like over there looking like Dave Chappelle. I got like a Jay Z mustache. Like I was trying hard. I was even brushing that shit. It was Whoa, so thin though. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm I mad really at... thought, You know what I really thought though? I really thought you just look like a pencil and you. Penciled it in. I didn't even know it was like oh, real. Shit. I thought it was oh, like he a. He had that '90s R&B band. I had a Teddy Riley. I had a Teddy. I had a Teddy Riley. Oh. I did. It no, was so creepy. Was so <laughs> I oh, hate the fact that this dude looked into the wall. Send it to you. Oh, you yeah, just send it to me. Man, wow. we are having a good time in here with Anthony Oaks. Yo, we're down to our last seven. You got to let us know what you got popping off. He and how. Seven. Seven black minutes. Seven black minutes. Anything Coming else? Coming up on Hollywood. Yeah. Don't, don't so, do that. So no, I want to get y'all beverages because y'all are all dehydrated. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that water Thank you, life. Anthony, for thanking me. The water said, was thank life. you also. You ain't say it on air. I said thank you. Oh, say it on air. Say it on air. Thank you, Douglas. You Don't better have got me some you, water, Douglas. you mother. My chocolate <laughs> funny. Y'all ain't you shit. got more waves today than you ever had. That's I right. I got 11 you, and three quarters. I'm and working I on that 12 I appreciate you one. taking that extra whoosh, whoosh out your hand, putting it in that bottle for me. Thank you so much. Trifling. Just go on. <laughs> just go on. You see what I deal with? Oh, you see? What just you go on, man. What about what we have to deal with? I love the dynamic, though. I love the dynamic. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a wonderful person. When? When? 
When I think, I think your when arms. you're asleep. I think right when now. When you're asleep. I think right now. When you're asleep. See, you contradicted yourself. Listen, twice. the Bible says Here's no prophet is accepted in his own home. Keep bringing up the Bible. So if they didn't like Jesus, I know they ain't gonna like Douglas. So thank you. <laughs> you're giving very suffering succotash. <laughs> yes, he do. Yes. But what I got going on Thursday, I have an online Zoom show. It's uh, the OK Boomer Corral. Uh, it is through the Silver Spring Township Inc. Something like that. Okay. Uh, this weekend, I have five shows at the DC Improv. One on Friday, Woo! two on Saturday. One, no, two on Friday. Lord, I don't remember that. It's two on Friday, two on Saturday, one on Sunday, uh, and then. I have, um, yeah, DC Improv, and it's something else. This man working, y'all. This man working. working. It is something else I've got to say. Uh, let's see. And at on the 18th, I will be at number nine. Uh, it's a gay club. Uh, that doesn't mean that you can't come because actually everybody's LGBTQIA now. Plus, I heard there be um, so many women up in gay clubs. You know yeah, what make me mad? All lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> you know what make me mad about gay men? What? That you all can be real good friends with straight women like we can. You'll have a straight girlfriend that'll take, take her titties out in front of you and you can just cold disrespect her. <laughs> no, what makes me mad about no, them is y'all don't be trying to put on none of y'all straight homeboys, no, man. No, watch this. You can straight disrespect her and she'll be like, boy, you better stop. You can pick her titty up and say, ooh, bitch, you got some floppy ass titty. And let it go. <laughs> He's right. And she'll be like, ooh, Anthony, stop. Man, come on. You, yo, you got some. You got some let, me, let me grab me one of the titties. Can you put me? Uh, oaks. That's the sex offender. Oaks. Oaks. I'll let, I'll let the creepy <laughs> thin mustache. Y'all can do that too. No, That's we cannot. Red they, sex are we talking about women that we know or just random women on the street? Because no. even I would not pick up a titty of a random woman on I'm the street talking about and say, oh, girl, look at this floppy titty. Right, right. Work environment. This is exactly why we this can't is, get nowhere as a people. This is so for good, for good? Stop. Hilarious. Cubicle. 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 We all work together, hypothetically speaking. T. Gray is the only female in here. Straight man, straight man, gay man. Yo, T. What's up? Trying to go get some drinks after work today? Nah, bro. See? <laughs> now ask. Ask. No, you got to ask Oh, first. yeah. Yo, T. Gray. Uh, look, I got this two-for-one uh, meal uh, at TGI <laughs> Fridays. Thank you. Now ask. 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 Oh, my God. Want to go out for drinks? Of course I do. I love you. <laughs> this is the shit. Now. Now. Watch this. She will fucking say at lunch she wasted some shit on her little blouse and she wanted to go home and change I hers. No, no, no. I'll get that off your blouse for you. Oh, what are you Thanks. doing? Go, go, Terrence. Offer. Damn, girl, where you get that stain from? Anthony, get the stain. Anthony, get the stain off. Oh, my God. Bring right. my titty over here. That's Thank you. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that I have. They are so ungay, But I think it's a, it's about intention. You know? <laughs> like, of course. I mean, what, what, what do you mean? 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 you mean? What do 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 you mean? What
So, you know, it's nothing for her to, she knows that I'm not gonna, I'm not lusting after her, you know. You're like so. a walking cheat code, you know that? Like you're, what I'm talking you're about. Like a su you're like a Super Nintendo, you're like the walking up, up, down, down, A, B, A, B, star, 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 star. That's what you are. Like, we, we can't do that. Put us on. Get, use your power for good or don't use it at all. <laughs> Use your power for good, Superman, or don't use it at all. Just that's stay what, Clark what, Kent. He's really mad. I just stay. No, I'm not playing. <laughs> that is actually no. one of my jokes. Stay Clark Kent like, or don't actually, be Superman. That is actually one of my jokes. I don't know what he's talking about. I, what I'm talking I'm about not, is. I don't, I don't think Anthony wants to be your gay friend no more. Uh, oh, you can be I my think, gay friend no, Anthony. Look at Anthony over here twisting his fingers. He wants know, to go back to calling you creepy mustache man. But you cut it off. But now that he about to leave. I don't think he wants to do Hey, it. look. He wants I to call you creepy. Sing, sing, oh, my sing, God. Sing it one time. Like, when your eyes get so big. Your pupils, <laughs> like, it's like, I don't know. Hey, like, man. Conversation with like, comedians. I do not condone you all requesting so much of this game, this lifestyle. <laughs> right. Like, be my friend. <laughs> so Take me to the club with you, Anthony. Yeah, conversation <laughs> with comedians on NLGradio.com. <laughs> we, we would like to thank our guest, the very talented, very funny Anthony Oaks for joining us. Thank you so much for coming in, Cap. It's my pleasure. Thank y'all for inviting me. This was off the chain. And if you're ever around on a Friday night, stop past 505 Hampton Park Boulevard. It's the Taste of Caribbean. We host the open mic on a Friday night. Um, either she's hosting, he's hosting, or I'm hosting. Or, and we're always going to be What's out of town is that? It's right in Capitol Heights. Okay. Yo, before usually I give the, the final perspective, but in lieu of the drills that you was dropping today are just about living your truth and stuff like that, give our listeners just a final perspective on life and everything. Just give a final perspective. Final perspective from Anthony Oaks, comedian. Uh, Love it. Live in your truth. Live in your truth. As long as your truth is not hurting anyone else, uh, physically, mentally, uh, living your truth and um, live your life. There you go. For the Duke of Comedy, Terrence Hawkins. Yeah, for yeah. the voice of intimacy, Miss T. Gray. And for our special guest, Mr. Anthony Oaks, I am Mr. Perspective, Doug Bennett. We love y'all. We are out. Peace. Yeah.